This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed. Thanks, Stacy, and hello from WQA Radio. This is podcast number 21. In this program, we'll talk with WQA's Government Affairs Director, David Loveday. We're probably tracking more bills at the state level than we ever tracked before. And they're all pretty good bills for the industry. For example, there's about 15 bills out there right now in, in 15 different states that are requiring lead testing in schools, that schools have to, have to test the fountains and, and, and portable water for, stu- for schools across the country. We'll hear more about the various bills David is tracking at the state and federal level, bills that affect the water treatment industry. Later, we'll check in at the WQA News Desk and get this week's WQA tip. Up next, my conversation with WQA's David Loveday. My guest in this podcast is David Loveday. He's the WQA Government Affairs Director, and he's been on the program before. We've done Facebook live streams before. And so, uh, David, great to have you on the program again to talk about legislative affairs and any regulatory matters that you can bring us up to speed. And, And let me just begin with this perception, at least out there, that there's a lot going on these days at the state and federal level. Well, this year we're probably tracking more bills at the state level than we ever tracked before. And they're all pretty good bills for the industry. For example, there's about 15 bills out there right now in, in 15 different states that are requiring lead testing in schools, that schools have to, have to test the fountains and, and, and portable water for, stu- for schools across the country. That's going to be good for the industry. Uh, we've written letters of support for those for those uh, all those bills. And in one case, uh, in Massachusetts, the bill required that you, if you found lead, you had to put a filter in. That filter sh- needed to be NSF certified. Well, the way it was written, it was only going to be NSF filters that can go in. So we supported the bill, but pointed out in the letter that it should be an ANSI-accredited laboratory like our Gold Steel program. And after the, the legislator uh, did some investigation, talked to advocates and other, other people in the state of Massachusetts, she agreed with us. She wrote, They wrote back to us this week. They agree with us. They're going to amend the bill to make sure that all ANSI-accredited laboratories would be to have the ability to send their filters in if they find light in, in schools in Massachusetts, which I'm sad to say they're probably going to find light. Right. So this wasn't a case of WQA looking for preferential treatment. We just wanted to make sure that the the playing field was level for all accredited bodies. Exactly right. We just want to make sure that that, that the uh, playing field was level, that they uh, look at all ANSI-accredited laboratories that, that could provide this, these products. Now, about how many bills these days are you tracking? About 140 around the country. Uh, and some of them, are, like I said, school uh, testing. Others will have, uh, uh, for example, some states are going to be looking at unregulatory contaminants and set up their own MC- MCLs. Some of them are looking at Chrome 6. Some are looking at PFOAs, those type of contaminants. And they're going to set up their own MCLs, even though they're not regulated. But at the federal level, they're going to move ahead on their own and, and look at some some kind kind of uh, levels for those contaminations. And when it comes to what WQA wants to know or be aware of relative to these bills, what in general are we trying to keep an eye on? 
we're definitely keeping an eye on, for example, the one in uh, on some of these regulatory new uh, MCL, MCLs. We want to be in a task force. They're not setting the, the limits in the bills necessarily, but they're going to set up a task force to look at those MCL, and we are offering our expertise and our experience to make sure that they set a level that can be can be removed and, and work with our technology. So things like that. There's a there's a bill in California, for example, that's going to set up a task force to look at the cost-benefit analysis of point-of-use technology in, uh, instead of centralized treatment to see where the cost savings can be and what the technology can and cannot do. We think we're going to come out very well in the industry, but we're also going to ask that we have our industry on that on that panel, on that task force, and we've offered our expertise uh, and provide. And we have some great members in California to be very good to put on that task force. And as we talk and record this podcast, uh, you and Paulie Unger, Sir, the executive director at WQA, uh, we're in uh, the process of getting ready to go to PWQA, right, for the legislative uh, fly-in? Yes, uh, uh, typical two-day two-day event for the Pacific Water Quality Association where they have a board meeting. We have some key speakers coming in to talk to the membership and do the usual visits on, and over at the Capitol. There'll be a reception on the first on Tuesday night to for members of the legislature to come by and say hello. Uh, the speakers, are, we have two really good speakers. One is a member that's carrying... Rubio, who's carrying the lead uh, bill in California for testing in schools. The other person is going to be Lori Firestone. She is the executive director of the Clean Water Center in in California. They do a lot of work in the disadvantaged communities. We're going to. She's going to tell us what she's doing in those disadvantaged communities, primarily in the Central Valley with with nitrates and some arsenic area, but mostly nitrates. And then we're going to. Uh, Tell her what we might be able to do to help partner up with that that organization. It's a very respected organization in California, so we're looking forward to that, too. And one of the benefits of membership at WQA is being kept abreast of all that's going on with government affairs. And uh, David and Kathleen Fultz, his regulatory and government affairs specialist, send out monthly updates on bills and uh, bills and, and issues issues right. right one of the two things that we did uh, that were happening this week this month for example we uh, submitted a comment both to the EPA and into the uh, we sent comments to the commodities classification standards board but the EPA one was very important we uh, we were on a conference call with the EPA EPA soliciting comments on on regulations or what would be should be removed what should be scaled back or comments generally on what regulations how they affect how they, what are working and what ones aren't working so we had a conference call uh, earlier this month with about 70 members on the phone call to get their input put about what they would like us to send comments to the EPA on. So that letter's going out tomorrow, and we'll have our comments into the EPA. And again, we just didn't do that on our own, Wes. We did that with a, we reached out to the Board of Governors, to, to the Board of Directors, to the Honor Rolls, and both the committees of the uh, State and Regional Social, uh, Committee and the Federal Government Affairs Committee to get their input. We want their input to see what they what concerns they have. Right. And then moving over to Washington, what uh, specific issues are on on the front burner right well, now. Well, we're still, yeah, EPA is still on the front burner. They're still seeing what's going on. They're slowly filling positions right now in the, in the administration. There was a very interesting bill that was just introduced by Senator Portman and Senator uh, Sheehan from uh, New Hampshire to bipartisan bill, uh, and it's getting support. And what it is, that's going to uh, look at putting in law that the EPA start looking at these unregulated 
contaminants like PFOA, PFCs, Chrome 6, and others, and making sure that they start moving forward on, on setting some standards uh, for, for the Clean Water Act in those, in those contaminants, and also requiring the federal government to talk to each other. For example, PFOAs, PFOAs they're really big and important at, at the military bases or old military bases where they did a lot of firefighting foam. Um, and we want to make sure that those, that the Department of Defense and the Pentagon is talking to the EPA. EPA is talking to them to make sure that they're all getting the best and accurate information they can. So uh, make sure EPA and CDC, for example, talk to each other to make sure the agency, all the federal governments are uh, talking about clean water and how to improve the water uh, and for for all Americans. All right, David Loveday uh, with us today at talking about government affairs and regulatory matters. David is our Government Affairs Director at WQA. Nice to have you on the program. Thanks, Wes. And on WQA Radio, it is time to check in at the WQA News Desk. And Stacey Ostkutzbach is here with that report. Thanks, Wes. Be sure to save the date for the 2017 WQA Leadership Conference. The conference will be held September 12th through the 14th at the Rancho Bernardo Inn in Rancho Bernardo, California, just outside of San Diego. Activities planned include the WQRF Benefit Golf Tournament, a sightseeing cruise on the San Diego Bay, a private tour of the Carlsbad desalination plant, and a reception and dinner benefiting the WQRF. Registration will open in early June. This week's WQA tip, have you heard of WQA's Modular Education Program, or MEP? That's the program you need to take to prepare for the certification exam to get your professional certification as a water treatment professional. It's an online course jammed full of valuable information and training. That's the WQA MEP program. Go to wqa.org MEP. Also, be sure to check out the WQA Career Center for the latest opportunities in the water treatment industry. Just look for the Careers tab on our homepage at wqa.org. And if you like the program, be sure to forward a link to a friend or colleague. Also, be sure to follow WQA on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We provide daily updates. That'll do it for this show. For Stacey Ost-Kutzbach, this is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. been listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, find certified products and water treatment providers, and find out how you can become a member, all at wqa.org. Thanks for listening.